0: back to retheme this the only podcast where we dare retheme the most beloved of attractions uh, my name is Brian Green uh with me today I have Scott Carelli hi hi and Kyle Crane
1: this podcast belongs in a museum Indiana Jones <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> much like one of the attractions that we're retheming today mm-hmm. uh, yeah so today we're actually thinking of retheming two different attractions technically three but uh two attractions we're re-theming the Indiana Jones adventure in Disneyland and Dinosaur in Disney's Animal Kingdom. I said three because there is an Indiana Jones adventure in Tokyo Disney, but it's pretty much the same and I think anything that fits in at Adventureland will fit in at Disney Sea for the most part, mm-hmm. right?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it's pretty it's pretty so. similar over there. Yeah, uh, I would think so. Yeah, so this is the challenge that we have today. So is I, I, was we were thinking about retheming Indiana Jones. And I was like, well, how about we do both, both this and dinosaur, and have to find something that will fit in in both Animal Kingdom and Adventureland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I got something that works pretty well. Uh, how about you all?
2: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm excited to to talk about uh, what I've got. Um, you know, like like normal, I uh, overachieved but shocking yeah i know such a brown nose i don't know who our teacher <laughs> is but man
0: i mean brown that's brown. me right <laughs>
1: or the patreon supporters out there who have generously given to get this episode we hope that we overachieve for for your uh listening
0: pleasure yes. this weekend. yeah the, yeah there you teachers, go uh, teachers can't afford patreon money <laughs> Uh well <laughs> that's fair enough All right. So who wants to get us started? Who wants to? Well, uh, let's,
2: let's talk about, let's just first talk about Indiana Jones Adventure and Dinosaur. as as rides. Let's just talk about as they exist. Right. Um, Because uh, Indiana Jones Adventure, um, I don't know, for me, I, I, before I moved out to LA, I had never been to California. So Indiana Jones Adventure, I remember uh, my dad would get like, um. Uh there was like a like a science fiction magazine and he would get it all the time. Um, Starlog. And so he he got he had a monthly subscription to that. And so I was always reading those, and I remember when Indiana Jones Adventure was opening, they were, you know, taking out big advertisements. I think they had like a a feature on the ride and the making of the ride and um and everything in the Star Log magazine, and that was probably 94, I think, is probably when they first started marketing it, right? Because it opened in 95. Yeah. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. So um, I remember that. And I remember just being like, oh, man, that ride looks amazing. I hope I get to ride it one day. And it took uh, 25 years before I got to do it. Wow. 24 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so riding Indiana Jones Adventure was like a, a – a, basically a lifetime of just – dying to ride this ride and never doing it and i never went to animal kingdom um still haven't been to animal kingdom Oh, really? so i never yeah never been to animal oh, kingdom okay you'd like it yeah and uh and and so um uh dinosaur you know i never got a chance to ride that so i never rode any version of this ride until i rode indiana jones adventure uh last year oh. <laughs> for the first time uh after like 24 years 25 years oh. of waiting that's crazy Uh, to
1: the to your expectations for it
2: oh yeah for sure i mean you know it's it's the thing where you like it's a great ride and Mm -hmm. you know you try to get into the headspace of like what it would have been as a kid in 95 and Mm -hmm. i just that i i mean i'm pretty sure this ride would have absolutely blown my little brain apart but um you know even as a (laughs) 30 something uh person riding this ride for the first time uh i mean it's a lot of fun i will say this the ride is never as good if you're not in the front row. You got to be in the front row. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you're not in the front row, the ride, like, I mean, it literally goes down. This ride is like a like a nine, I would say, um, on on a scale of like just like e-ticket, you know, Disneyland rides or Disney rides, uh, and I, I would give it like a nine, um, and. If you're in the back seat, I think it, go, it drops down to like a six. Like it's, it's fine if you're in the back seat. Um, and I think the first time I rode it, I was in the back seat and I was a little disappointed. And then the next time I rode it, I got to ride in the front seat and I was like, well, this is like a completely different experience in the yeah. front seat. Um, it's a great ride. I love this ride so much.
0: Yeah. What's your what background, about you guys?
2: Kyle?
1: So I wrote it as Dinosaur first. Um, I also, like mm-hmm. Scott, had had known about it for a while. I remember I was like, an Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland? Well, I got to go. And then didn't make it out until like 2009, I think, to, to ride that one. Um, I had written not Countdown to Extinction, but Dinosaur after it was refurbed uh, after that, you know, amazing movie that we've all seen, Dinosaur. Um, oh, yes. And uh, I will say this about that. I mean, I love the ride. It's a must do every time I go into Animal Kingdom. Uh, I do think Indiana Jones is a far better use of the system. However, there is one thing in Dinosaur that happens that is the only thing that's ever happened to me in a theme park where I actually got like scared. And Brian, mm. you've ridden Dinosaur, right? I have. So for our listeners out there who have also ridden it, I don't want to, you know, who, or who haven't ridden it. And like, Scott, I don't want to spoil this part for you, but there's a part that actually I've, carries- I've watched. I've watched right through. That's okay. fine. Go so ahead. And you, spoil you, away. you may be familiar with this scene um, throughout the ride. The Allosaurus uh, is is trying to get you. It hops out, and screams at you and stuff like that. And normally mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, oh, no, uh, it's scary or whatever. But there's one part where the Allosaurus is your car is spinning out and it kind of stops. And as your car is trying to gain traction in the mud and move forward, the Allosaurus is off to the left side of the car and it starts to move at a very rapid rate. Then your car starts moving forward, but it's not moving fast enough and this Allosaurus is still coming after you. And there's something about it moving at you at the angle it's coming at and the car not being able to move that is terror inducing in me i know it happens every time and my wife is the same way we both figured out we were scared of the same thing and every time we write it it's it, it's a it's a real visceral reaction where we just kind of grab each other mm. and scream even though i know the damn thing's a robot it's not going to get me so um <laughs> i write it every time love it love seeing felicia richard in the uh the opening uh, little segment there um indiana jones i also it was a long time for me uh i in 2009 I worked a uh, I used to work catastrophe adjustment for insurance companies and we had a fire in California in Los Angeles County. Uh, So I drove from my house in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, all the way to Disneyland because I was I got there a day early because like, oh, I just go to the park for the first time by myself. And the first ride I rode while I was there was the Indiana Jones uh, uh ride. And it was everything like that I had thought it was going to be. I loved it. I love Indiana Jones. I thought it was a much better use of the system. And oh my God, you talk about the best queue that has ever existed for any ride. I think this has got to be it. It's just the, the queue to get into the ride itself is an experience. And I wish I had been there on opening day when everything was working perfectly, (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. because there's some stuff in there that doesn't exactly work. I think like it did when it first opened or maybe it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to fix it up. Ice cubes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Love it! Uh, it's absolutely. Uh, it, it, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm going to go in the next couple of years with two of my brothers who have never been to Disneyland before, and like one of the prime things I, I want to do is go with on this this ride with them because I think that they would absolutely love it. So uh, this is a real. I mean, I don't think either of these rides should get replaced, but if they had to, I'm pretty sure we're going to come up with some cool ideas here. But anyway, that's my take on the ride and the ride system. Brian, what about you? What are your feelings
0: on it? Uh, so I'm right there with you. I experienced Dinosaur long before I experienced. Uh, uh Indiana Jones. I wrote Dinosaur when maybe a year or two after Animal Kingdom opened, uh I still think it was it had already become Dinosaur by that point. It wasn't countdown to extinction anymore. Uh and I loved it. It's an incredible ride. Uh aside from my my big issue with it is that it's kind of incomprehensible at times. It's mm-hmm. Far too dark, and it doesn't have that wow moment that the big temple has. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have that like da, da da You know, like that big musical sting with the reveal that is so good. uh I didn't get to ride indie until I think two thousand four. I went to Disneyland with my dad. I was a, between my junior and senior year of high school, and it's funny because I was a big coaster head at that time. Uh, I was. Loved roller coasters. My dad and I every summer we went to uh, a, a different set of parks every year during the summer. We uh, one year we went up and down the East Coast. We did uh, uh, we did uh, bush Gardens. We did uh, a few other parks, uh, a couple Six Flags and things like that. Just to, just to ride roller coasters. Um, so that year we went to Knott's Berry Farm. We went to Universal. We went to Disneyland, and I remember. I was like, I knew, I knew there was an Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. I had think I had gotten it confused though with the Indiana Jones that's in Disneyland Paris, because I had read that Indiana Jones was the first ride, the uh, first Disney ride to go upside down, and mm. that is the uh, is incorrect. Uh, not that, not the Disneyland one. The one at D- uh, Disneyland Paris is the first uh, first upside down ride at a disney park and that's also the same roller coaster as the uh uh, raging spirits at tokyo disney and i've ridden it it's a mediocre roller coaster (laughs) so i'm uh so i remember getting on that and going oh this is not what i thought it was when i got on the ride i was really surprised i was expecting a roller coaster and i remember being on it going oh this is This is just Dinosaur, (laughs) and I I was very happy with that. I was very pleased with it. I'm glad I got to ride it. I remember going, man, I wish I could ride that other one. I remember finding out later that, oh, I'm thinking of the Paris. And yeah, like I said, I wrote it in Tokyo, and it's fine. It's not great. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think Indiana Jones is top five attraction for me. Oh, wow. Easily. Like, Mm -hmm. I think... I think Rise of the Resistance, Haunted Mansion, Pirates, this, and Tower of Terror are my top five. Mm, okay, yeah, that's a good. That's a real strong top five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so good. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's just perfect. Especially if you go, I, I'm I'm gonna put a dollar in the the Japan jar because the the one in Japan is better. I'll say that 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 one is uh, the Crystal Skull, but it's not based on the movie. Yeah, it predates
2: the movie, if yes, I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
0: yeah, It predates the movie. But uh, I, I, what I've noticed when I was there is that the first time I ever rode Indy, uh, that time when I went and – no, 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 sorry. Uh, the second time I went to Disneyland uh, a few years ago with my wife, uh, we went. We only got to ride Indy once, and the ball was broken. The ball did not work, and I was so upset. Ugh. I was heartbroken. Bummer. And – I just remember we waited in line for maybe an hour and a half for this ride. And we didn't, uh, we didn't get to see the, the ball roll down, which was just completely heartbreaking. Uh, but yeah, when we went in Japan, everything was perfect. The animatronics were working great. Uh, they have a tornado that's in the center of the room in the center of the, that main big room, which is insane. There's like this tornado, just chilling there. Like, and you, like you just barely miss it as you're turning that first corner uh, going in there. It's, it's an impressive ride over there. Japan really knows how to take care of their 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 rides. Yeah, for sure. Uh so what so what, uh, what what order should we go in here? Uh should we talk about what our uh what what IP's we're going with first? Uh I don't know. However you want. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and uh, talk about our IPs and uh also d- did y'all decide to incorporates uh the dinosaur land in uh in animal kingdom to do- are you retheming that as well because i'm kind of doing that
2: yeah my mine is definitely rethemed you got sure. it
0: well let's yeah. talk let's talk about our themes then uh let's start let's start off with you scott
2: okay uh i went with um you know i i thought about like what would be the thing that would be most exciting to me and i thought of i thought of like a couple of options but ultimately, the one I kept going back to was the one that I I went with, and uh, I chose Ducktales as. God uh,
0: dang it! We <laughs> finally my- did it, Scott.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I rethemed. I I rethemed the area around um, around uh, dinosaur as like a Ducktales themed uh little you know amusement park kind of deal uh-huh. um not really not really thinking too too uh strong about that because i focused more on the on the e-ticket side of things because that's technically what we're supposed to be doing right um but uh but yeah i did i did choose ducktales as my uh as my
0: theme that's funny uh yeah i i i'm, I'm going with ducktales too uh i thought <laughs> it was a it was a perfect match kyle you're giggling over there did you do ducktales as well no but i
1: almost did tailspin so oh, okay,
0: oh, okay. Oh,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, wow. i did
1: so yeah so yeah i
0: think ducktales though is a good fit especially Mm -hmm. because you know we have lots of adventure i think the uh the treasure of the lost Lamp movie is very indiana jones-esque you know Mm -hmm. and uh, i decided loosely basing it off of that would be a good idea uh and also donald duck is all up in the dinosaur land anyway right now like Mm, yeah, yeah like you will go there there's a Donald Duck's dinosaur bash for some reason <laughs> okay so you know I think it works out well. Kyle, what do you got?
1: So for mine, I am kind of calling both of the areas of the, of the ride uh, sea quest. But this is not Sequest DSV, the old TV show. This is the Society of uh, Explorers and Adventurers. Ooh. Uh, And specifically the now defunct, one of my absolute favorite places in Disney World, uh, the Adventurers Club. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to be using some characters out there for those folks who did not get to go to the Adventurers Club. It's kind of a proto Trader Sam's. A lot of the same ideas. It was a dinner show slash bar. Uh, mm-hmm. that um was a little problematic. We'll get into that, and when we kind of talk about my ride a little bit, and I kind of think that those characters weren't forced so far gone that they couldn't be pulled back out, dusted off, and rethemed into a ride that's a lot of fun. So, but we can talk about that when we get into the ride. Yeah. Why don't you um tell listeners uh what C is exactly
2: um that's just just point. for those just for people who might not know because it's it is to be fair a very deep cut theme park nerd. Thanks. Yes. It is.
1: And, and you probably interact. If you're not familiar with the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, which I always want to reverse those two for some reason, uh, you've probably seen references to it in the theme parks. In fact, I know if you've ridden the Jungle Cruise, you've heard of uh, Dr. Albert Falls. It's a collection of characters um, that are. Kind of sprinkled throughout the rides and references to this kind of like secret society of people who explore the world, uh, and it's uh, d- like different characters, like or, or for example, like the Skipper Canteen and the Tropical Hideaway. One of those is in Magic Kingdom, the others in Disneyland. Uh, well, those are supposed uh, supposedly run by a guy named uh, Chef Tanjani, or Tanja, Tandaji, I think is his name, uh, and then he's a character who's not a face character or anything, but there's references to him around if you start to read like all the books and everything there. For. So if you take the time when you go into some of the rides or to Adventureland, uh, in Adventureland and in any of the parks, you'll probably see the names of characters sprinkled throughout, but there's a big symbol which looks like a giant S with a little E and an A in it, and if you ever see that anywhere in the park, that is a reference to the Society of Explorers and Adventurers and um it's way too deep to go into on a podcast to get into all the aspects of it but uh there's something like 20 characters i think that are involved in the mm-hmm. in it that are are named throughout the parks and sometimes are even featured like i think um barnabas bullion i think is the character's name who is represented as t
0: bullion yeah
1: thank you yes as uh tony baxter uh in the magic kingdoms version of big thunder mountain on a, on a painting that's just kind of somewhere and uh he's he's part of the part of the society of of explorers and adventures so yeah that's that's what it is and i kind of took it and twisted a little because it's not represented like like just in your face anywhere and i was like well this is a good idea a good place to kind of like pull it back into that so yeah
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so uh i i love c and i think this would and the great thing about this is it would work perfectly in Tokyo Disney Sea as well because there's mm-hmm. tons of sea references in there. Uh, you have Harrison Hightower at the Tower of Terror. Uh, yeah. You have the restaurant that I that I talked about for our um, uh, for our first episode, uh, uh, Magellans. That is like the meeting place for sea. Yeah. Like that, like you go in there and the the sea emblem and like a huge paragraph of text is uh, talking about sea is, is like on the front page of that menu. And so so, so
1: here, here's a funny thing. I, I'm C a big is,
0: C fan, so I'm glad you're doing this.
1: <laughs> so C is actually um, part of a real uh, uh, collectives of uh, explorers and adventurers that are around the world. And in fact, one of them, Scott, you could visit pretty quickly because it's located at 2433 North ba- Broadway in Los Angeles, California, around the corner from the El Polo Loco on North Broadway. Uh, mm. And they actually hold open meetings where you can go and meet some uh, adventurers from around the world. But it kind of has its basis in, in real world exploration as well. So. Oh, that's cool. That's nuts. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, but let's hear about these DuckTales, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so Scott, what do you got for DuckTales? What was your idea? Uh,
2: okay, so um I I I I I I did a thing. Uh so I was really struggling with uh the show buildings because um in in terms of both rides, right? The show buildings are completely different mm-hmm. because um what you're looking at with with dinosaur is, you know, you're you're kind of looking at like a like a a, a science building, a laboratory where they're going to where they're experimenting with time travel. And so it's it's kind of just a generic looking building, right? And then with Indiana Jones adventure, it's a temple, you know, in the jungle. And I don't know how to make those things similar to each other. So uh, instead, I chose not to, and instead, um, I have a, a duck. I have two Ducktales rides that are essentially the same, but kind of variants of each other. Okay. So, so in Disneyland, the ride is called Ducktales: The Dime of Destiny, and the show building is essentially the same with some new artifacts in the exterior queue uh, that are, um, you know, kind of. Throwbacks to the old Carl Banks comics and old cartoon episodes and things like that. And then everything just sort of gets a general, like, brighter paint job to match the um, artwork of, like, the 2017 series. Um, And so, you know, you just get, you just get, like, a slightly different vibe, but it's largely going to be the same. I'm picturing something akin to what they did with um, the Great Movie Ride. And now it's uh, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, where it's like, essentially the same exterior you know with Uh just like or at least inspired by the same exterior and and they just sort of like tweaked it a little bit to match more um what the what the vibe of the thing what the vibe of the ride is the new ride um so yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking as far as uh the the exterior show building um and uh do we do i go through the whole thing sure go for it okay all right so the pre-show is that um you're entering the temple of destiny which is a temple that supposedly holds the sands of time and Magica dispel is the villain of the ride and she plans to use the sands of time to travel back through scrooge's timeline to get his number one dime nice. uh <laughs> and the Q video is uh sort of like a um you know uh much like it is currently it's going to be like a uh, a film strip documentary called the life and times of Scrooge McDuck and talking about how he earned his fortune and things, essentially setting up a lot of the plot points of what the ride are go- is going to cover. Um, so once you're there, the guests board uh, Jeeps that are um, driven by remote control by launch pad. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens is we basically enter the temple and um, As we enter the temple, Magicka Dispel uh, sort of takes over the room and, uh, you know, shakes up the sands of time and you follow her through time. But the way that the sands of time work is that you go backwards through time. And so each show scene in the ride is um, a a new period in Scrooge's life. And so Uh you first you go back to Scrooge on an an adventure on the Amazon in the 1920s and then traversing Mount Never. Everest in the 1900s, <laughs> and then oh, the Old West in the 1800s, um, until eventually you go back to Glasgow in 1877 when Scrooge earns his very first dime as a shoe shiner, and uh, Magicka Dispel is uh, trying to steal that. And in stopping her, you travel through time one more time um, back into uh, a, a, another, like a temple pyramid, uh, where we get a cameo from Gene the Genie um from like thousands of years pri- previously and then uh with his help he sends you back to the future uh where the ride ends uh returning to the present inside Scrooge's money bin uh so the 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 scene where Indiana Jones is like shutting the door that's Scrooge shutting his money bin
1: <laughs> oh okay. great
2: use of that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fantastic um, and so the whole, the whole ride is going to be, it's going to be a little more closed up. It's not going to be the big, like, whoa moment is going to be when, when, uh, magic could Dispel swirls up the, the sands of time and it's just sort of like all around you and would be a really cool effect with, with like, I'm picturing like, um, you know, like the, the water spinning effect in, um, the, like the water tunnel effect that you see in stuff sometimes, oh, um, mixing that with uh, projection technology. So you're you're going to project like the animated sand on the water to really make it seem like it's swirling around. And then you're going to come out of that into the first um, major uh, uh, time-traveling show scene. Okay. Um, so, so that's and then everything is you know projection mapping and things very similar to uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, of course, uh, sort of recreating the animated look of the new Ducktail series. Uh-huh. Um, so that's the Indiana Jones adventure. Now, in uh, in Animal Kingdom, I had to switch this up a little bit because of the exterior show building. There was just no way without like completely changing everything about that area to change this into. Uh, the the temple in Disneyland, um, <laughs> it'd just be a completely different thing. And so I decided to lean into that. And in Animal Kingdom, uh the ride is called Ducktales: Time is Money. And now the show building is McDuck Enterprises R and D. And the pre-show is a tour through the facility, um, including like all of the inventions and things. And your tour guide is Fenton Crackshell Cabrera and uh, Gyro Gearloose, and they are walking you through all of their uh, uh, technology and things in the R and D laboratory. And of course, uh, Flint Glomgold is the villain of this ride, <laughs> and Flint Glomgold wants to steal uh, time travel technology, specifically the time tub, uh, and go back to earn Scrooge's fortune before he can. And so once again, uh, guests are now boarding gyros, TTV vehicles, time terrain vehicles. um, And, uh, and uh, are the, the vehicles are of course controlled by Fenton and uh, gyro. And through this, I think the cool thing here is that, um, They're totally different show scenes at this point. So now, uh, the first show scene that you go back to is Scrooge as a spy for shush in the 1960s and then Scrooge on the moon in the 1950s and Scrooge investigating castle McDuck in the 1890s. And then of course we still go back to Scrooge earning his number one dime in Glasgow in 19, in 1877, um, and then, of course, we go back too far, and this time we go back to the Stone Age with the cameo from Bubba the Cave Duck and Tootsie, his pet, <laughs> his, his pet dinosaur. Because you know you got to have a dinosaur yeah. on the old dinosaur ride, right? <laughs> um, and then, and then the uh, then once again the ride ends, returning to the present inside uh, Scrooge's money bin. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so they they are very similar stories, but. Um, different, slightly different show scenes and, uh, uh, different villains. And so it's like getting like different episodes of DuckTales, depending on which park you go
1: to. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. kind of weird too, is it, it reminds me of uh, a Christmas Carol, which the, you know, where Scrooge just gets his name from, cause you're kind of going backwards through his, through his life. I mean, I know it's a yeah. different purpose not to teach anybody a lesson or anything, but it'd be really cool to see him back in those different, um, periods. I love this idea. Yeah. Plus, you know, in the, in the animal kingdom one, you get to go, um,
2: back to, you know, Scrooge on the moon. And that was the other Mm -hmm. thing too, is like, I wanted it to be like, one was kind of sci-fi more Mm sci-fi and the other one is more like adventure fantasy because it meets it it like matches the lands a little bit better Uh where they're at um and uh uh, the other part that i couldn't quite figure out but maybe he's just in the whole thing like with you because that's the thing is like when you're when you're in diamond destiny you know obviously huey dewey Louie and webby are are involved in all of these show scenes because they're going back as well you're just Mm -hmm. helping them um and uh in in the time is money um, You know, it's the same thing, except I think uh, because um, Fenton is there, you know, you got to have you you got you got to have. Uh, uh, oh, man. Now I forgot his name. Lynn um, yeah. Well, yeah. But uh, oh, Gizmo Duck. Yeah. Gizmo Duck. Mm, yeah. I always for the long in my memory, Gyro Gear Loose was Gizmo Duck. Same. And I was it,
0: thinking the yeah. same thing.
2: Yeah, but it's not it's not him. I always thought it was, but he's a totally different character. It's just they have very similar names, which is which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, Fenton is is Gizmo Duck and Gyro Gearloose is like just this crazy inventor guy. Um but yeah, you got to have Gizmo Duck, right? Like who doesn't want to see a full uh like a full-sized Animatronic Gizmo Duck, right? <laughs> Come so on. Cool. Um, if we, if I could figure out a way to like, uh, like make a practical like Gizmo Duck forming, like with him saying um, the 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 secret phrase, and then having all the parts attached to him and becoming Gizmo Duck, like right in front of you, that oh, would be that'd be cool. I think that'd be really cool. So uh, my
0: question: so. Uh, When we see Scrooge on the moon, do we get the moon theme from the video? game? Of course. Okay. What yeah, do you, you think? It's to. there. Yeah. What yeah. other <laughs> reason would it be there? Come on. <laughs> Sorry, don't mean to insult you, Scott.
2: Come on. Jeez.
0: (laughs) Yes. It's my brand. I have to ask.
2: Of course the moon theme is on the moon. Come on. What what do you think this is? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, we should take a break from DuckTales and see see what, what Kyle's ride is before we come back to you, I think. Sounds good. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So to break up the Disney afternoon theme here, I'm um, yes. talk a little bit about SeaQuest. Uh, so I was kind of you know thinking about like why would you need to replace the Indiana Jones ride? Which is, I mean this this could fit in both places. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but let's say you're thinking about um, kind of the the, the problematic colonial aspects of something like adventure culture, the golden age of adventure, you know, um, maybe a way to, which, you know, C kind of has a little bit of that going on with it as well. These guys are, you know, there's not enough story to really say like what they do. They're just explorers and adventurers, but I could see there might be some, some problematic aspects of it. So how could we kind of recapture that or maybe throw it back out? You take it in, retool it and throw it back out. So, um, the idea here is to, of course, present C in a light where we kind of know a little bit more about them and what their cause is. So, right mm-hmm. now they're kind of like a explorers of, you know, collectors of artifacts and things like that. But what if, in fact, if they were just kind of bumbling anthropologists and conservationists instead? So, the idea of this ride is that it would work within the same existing system for the most part with some animatronic switch outs. But the idea is that they are going into. Uh, a volcano to save a creature from extinction, which I kind of get from the dinosaur ride, but it could fit in both places. So, uh, this ride, so in the, the idea of this ride is that the Society of Explorers and Adventures has, have asked you, the guest, to go in and try to find the missing explorers who have already gone in to save this creature, which would be the slime-encrusted cave crab. An animal so helpless and disgusting that only the most ardent adventurers could go and try to get it out from the bottom of a giant network of caves underneath a bo- volcano called Mount Mara. So, uh. When you're going in, you're going to be actually trying to save uh, six characters who are from the Adventurers Club, which used to be a club in uh, uh, on uh, was it Pleasure Island. I think. Yeah. Pleasure Island is the name of the place. Uh, and the characters there are Hathaway Brown, who was an aviator and the club's resident kind of innuendo making ladies man. Pamela Perkins, who is the club president. Fletcher Hodges, who is an absent minded club curator. Uh, And in true fashion of the Adventurers Club, it said that he personally mounted every object in the club because the Adventurers Club, even though it was in Disney, it was nothing but a nonstop string of sexual innuendo, which was a lot of fun. But you can see why they don't have it there anymore. So uh, Samantha Sterling, who was an explorer slash cabaret singer, Graves, who was the club butler and the maid, who was just the maid. So um, the idea is that. Hathaway Brown's plane was found near Mount Mara and there was a map in it, a mysterious map. Nobody knows how Hathaway Brown got it or why he left it on the plane. So these bumbling adventures have gone into a network of caves to try to find this cave crab and have become lost. So now you have the map and a vehicle to venture down into the caves and you're going to try to find them. So uh, again, it would use the same track system as both dinosaur and Indy would have, but instead of going through like the snake room, Uh, and seeing like, you know, the snakes or whatever you might see like Hathaway Brown entangled in a bunch of vines or something like that. Or maybe Pamela Perkins is sinking in some quicksand or, uh, graves. The butler is trying to serve a meal to a mummy or the maid might be trying to dust off like a giant antique vase or something like that. So kind of trying to take these characters and present them in a non-threatening, non-colonial light uh, in trying to make them more cartoony in a way, if that makes sense. So, uh, but the the slime encrusted cave crab uh, at the very end of the ride, you do you find everybody, you get them out of their conundrums, out of their you know uh, with, that they're about to you know die or whatever, and they're standing there at the end with the slime encrusted crave cave crab, which would kind of be like the a uh, dinosaur that you rescue at the end of dinosaur. So kind of keeping mm. within that theme as well. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of sequest in a nutshell. I didn't really find, I was, tra- I was trying to look for like a room by room thing and try to theme it around all this, but I was like, no, nah, it's kind of the idea. What I want here is try to uh, recontextualize these characters and put them into a C setting and try to make a new ride out of that. So mm. yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's sequest.
0: So the, the- I like that you're putting them in a cartoonish light because that's actually something that they've already done with the Tower of Terror over in yes. Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love that like Harrison Hightower is kind of like this jerk that is, you know, putting out uh he puts out a cigar on a tiki idol and the tiki idol essentially throws him down an elevator shaft for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and so I I really like that they that that's already what they're skewing towards these days, so I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank
2: yeah. You. No. I. I love the idea of uh, doing a a sea ride. I mean, I'm I'm kind of, and just more sea content, just in general. But mm-hmm. um, I I think it's, I I think it's a missed opportunity that they are that they chose to make the Jungle Cruise movie Jungle Cruise rather than like. I don't know, like starting a and maybe the, maybe this is the direction that they'll go is, is like starting a like C uh, uh cinematic universe, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, um, I would not write that off just yet. I feel like that might be coming because everything yeah. has to lead to something right these days. Like, <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Well, it, and, and C seems to be so open ended that like there's a Danny Elfman character in it. You know right. and It seems like there's a Joe Rody character, like they have the Tony Baxter right. guy. they can kind of open it and, and do anything with it that they like. But it would be very cool to have something a little bit more concrete because uh, you know I, I, I love this idea of like the the era, the golden age of exploration, but there's so much dirtiness that comes with it. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, how can we take this and, you know, put it in a non-colonial light? How can we make it more inclusive? That You know, there's a big world out there that doesn't need to be about going out and collecting ancient relics or artifacts that belong to other people. You could have a sea character that's uh, out looking for different spices or recipes or something like right. that because they're a, colonial, uh, a culinary expert or maybe someone who's just into photography or plants or something like that. So I, I, again, yeah, like you, Scott, I think it's a missed opportunity and I think it's something that presented in the right light could really be something that they could expand on and uh, kind of like retheme all their Adventureland areas around it, and uh, this would, mm-hmm. I think, if they were to, you know, retheme Indiana Jones, hey, that might be a good place to start. So yeah, yeah, it would be it would be really cool
2: if, like, you know, at the end of Jungle Cruise, or or maybe they don't even wait till the end. You just reveal that like Emily Blunt's character is a member of C. Yeah, she's yeah. Mary O'Shaneer.
1: Yes, it could maybe. Very well be. We don't. I mean, she's either.
2: her name. Her name is Lily Houghton. Houghton. Oh, okay. um, in the in the movie, but oh, okay. uh, yeah, but you know, that doesn't mean that she couldn't be a member of C. Who oh, yeah. knows? Or maybe they are offered. Maybe her and the Rock are offered membership into C at the end of the movie. Yeah, uh, and it's Sam like Jackson a real just
0: comes out. And-
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean that. That I'd be for it. It's fine. Absolutely, bring it. Yeah, bring it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I really love the idea of more, um, sea content in the parks because I think it's, I think it's really cool. I mean, I just, I, I think it's just a really neat way of, all of them, um, you know, all of the Imagineers just sort of like having a little extra fun by building a mythology that absolutely doesn't need to exist. Right. Um, but <laughs> they just are because, like, they have fun with that stuff, and I, I get that. Um, and I, it makes them, I don't know, it makes them like kind of more fun and relatable than just like engineers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I really love that.
0: I still think that my favorite sea touch to this day is at the uh, the Tropical Hideaway when you have all you have all the oars on the wall, and mm-hmm. you see that. Th- some of the ores have aged more than others Mm -hmm. because like all these people have lived at different times. I I, I still like that touch a lot and I, I love finding those little things.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's very much like kind of a inside the cool kids club thing too. You know, it's like, it's not, it's not out there, but uh, maybe this is an opportunity for them to actually put it out there. So yeah. 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 What about you, Brian? Tell me more about your DuckTales ride.
0: All right. So I actually, think i found a pretty good solution to the problem that scott was having where we couldn't really have the the show buildings match up because they're in two different spots you really can't have anything duckburg like or you know research lab like in adventureland so mm-hmm. my uh my ride uh what's going to happen is in animal kingdom uh you are going to be going into Duckburg, who is that is having like a world's fair like event uh so which Ooh. which will justify the the kitschy uh you know fairground rides that they have over there unfortunately <laughs> and, yeah uh but uh so they're having a world's fair like event and you go into the lab which is going to be uh which is going to be uh oh sorry uh uh, gyro's uh, uh, gyro's lab, where he is in, uh, he is uh, showing off his newest invention, the Gearless Transportulator. uh, he be, uh <laughs> and he is going to be transporting you to the temple to uh, uh, into a temple to get the lost lamp that genie is in. Uh, so, in that, essentially, in uh, that that ride in Disneyland, you're going to be essentially just passing over all of the part with the transportulator. Uh so that's just gonna pick oh. up for him. okay, we have this we have this vehicle now, we're gonna put you on this vehicle, you are gonna go and get the lamp. Uh you just have essentially an extra framing device in Animal Kingdom that you are going to be transported to where whatever Egypt or whatever country that this uh this uh temple is in. Mm, nice. Uh so uh and mine mine is very similar to yours, Scott, of course, because you know we were thinking along the same lines here. Uh, my, mind, yeah. the, my idea here though, is a uh, Flint, a uh, Flint hard glum Gold is, has hired uh, the Beagle boys in Magica dispel uh, to take, uh, to beat Scrooge McDuck to getting the lamp. Uh, okay. So throughout the ride you're going through and you are, uh, you, uh, you are having near misses with these characters. Uh, the main room where uh, the, the where you are looking at the the what's that uh the the giant face that's in the the temple uh, uh Mara? in uh, Indiana Jones yeah the Mara uh, no the Mara is the is when you're going up the hill right and that's you're looking into the, you look into the eyes of Mara right yeah like when you turn left like it's like right by the bridge in Indiana Jones uh they have, like the large face uh that's gonna be where I'm gonna put the as uh, where I would put the the lamp, and as you are going through, uh, mm-hmm. you get the lamp. Uh, uh, you are going to find the lamp, and Huey, Dewey, and Louie get the lamp at that point, And throughout uh, throughout the rest of the ride, all the other characters are trying to get it from them. Uh, when we get to the the boulder, the boulder is going to be, actually is going to become Magica Dispella shooting a uh, like a, a magic missile at your car, and Huey, Dewey, and Louie are going to wish for you to go back to the uh uh back to the world's fair Hmm. so okay uh so what i'm thinking is with you'll have an animatronic magic of dispella and you're going to be using lighting effects similar to the uh the laser blast in rise of the resistance where sort of uh they kind of use trickery with lights to make it look like there's actually something coming towards you but there isn't uh and then you hear uh Huey say, I wish we were back at the uh, back in Duckburg, and then a bright flash of light, and then you're turning the corner, and all of a sudden you're back in Duckburg, going back into the lab. Nice, oh, cool. that's awesome. Thank you. It's
1: one of the first time I've ever actually seen like a, a ride beginning and end kind of like makes sense in the ride itself. they actually the logic works there. You know,
0: uh huh.
2: No, that's really good. How does uh, so then so then the ending of like the Disneyland ride, like it, it just it's sort of um. It's like not quite as exciting then as the Animal Kingdom one because there's, you're not like going back to Duckburg. Right, you're, you're not like going still back to in the Duckburg. Uh,
0: maybe I, I feel like it would have to be some sort of other different wish that uh, wish that Magic was in prison or something. I don't know. Uh, you gotta yeah, figure something like that out uh, where it's a different spell gets rid of Magic Dispella. and then all of a sudden you're you're going back into the entrance of the temple.
2: Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. All right, so I mean, tales,
0: man. Yeah. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> uh so we finally uh-huh. did it, Scott. We finally f- fully matched. We got really close on Splash Mountain, uh but we mm-hmm. matched today. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah,
0: you know, we were talking uh, uh, off mic earlier and you had asked about non-Disney IP and so I thought we- I thought we were safe, but
2: uh yeah i i mean that was the thing i was i was i was thinking about doing jumanji but oh, okay. but, the, oh, oh, oh. But, the, but the problem with jumanji that I kept coming up against was i didn't know how to incorporate the ride into mm-hmm. the game or the game into the ride like i didn't know how like how to explain like you're already there like you're already in the game in the in jumanji, but like you're playing the game and it was just like, it was too, it was too convoluted. It was becoming too convoluted. Right. But, um. I, but the idea that I did like about it was that if there was something on the ride that was like a button you would press to like roll the dice um, <laughs> to play the game. And like, maybe it was like each person who's in the ride vehicle gets to push the button. Like they each have one. And it's like, it's your turn to push the button and you push it to roll the dice. The idea for me was going to be like, what? Your your dice comes up is going to like affect what the next thing you do in the ride. Okay. Like it's a little it's a little choose your own adventure in that way, but really it's just the order of things more than anything else. Hmm. Um, but uh, I thought that was like a kind of a cool I- idea, but I couldn't quite crack it. Um, yeah. so I ended up I ended up sticking with um, uh, with Ducktales. Uh, but uh, you know, eventually I'm sure we're going to do a Jumanji episode okay. um down the line. Oh yeah, because that. That feels like it writes itself. But uh, yeah, as far as like
1: using it to retheme Indiana Jones, it it just proved to be a little a little too tough. Logically. Uh Oh, yeah. 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 I was kind of like thinking about the video game series Pitfall at one point. uh, Sure. And (laughs) even an old ABC TV show called Tales of the Golden Monkey. If you guys have ever, ever heard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I love that. I wouldn't want to reboot for that for a while and I was like, oh, maybe we can squeeze this into a ride somehow and then after like a few minutes I was like, this just sounds like C. Oh, just you know, fine, I'll be C, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, I I also thought of other ones that I thought of were um uh i mean just as like as a joke i thought of like romancing the stone uh, no, because, just oh,
0: that would that would be really cool yeah. i strongly yeah, consider well, legends yeah. of the hidden temple yes oh, that was uh-huh. another one
2: that i thought of yes yeah um yeah. I, I was like oh well, that makes a lot of sense too doing doing that but then but then the reason i didn't do that was because they made that movie and i feel like that kind of like tarnished the brand so like i don't know oh yeah they um, did make that didn't they yeah they sure did um, Wait,
1: it was a legend of the hidden temple movie
2: Yes, uh, a made-for-TV oh. movie, but yeah, it came out like two years ago or something like that. Oh man, um, wow! I'll push yeah. that of my memory. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we need to uh, yeah. do a Nickelodeon episode. Yeah, Yeah,
2: we should. Um, but uh, and then the other one that I thought of that again, I couldn't quite make work. But man, I got deep into it. Like I, I was waist deep in this thing before I finally gave up. But it was um up. I was going to try and turn this into oh, an up ride. Okay, okay um, yeah. But I, but I couldn't quite. I couldn't make it satisfying for like somebody who would want an up ride Mm -hmm. and also make sense within the mechanics of the Indiana Jones adventure. Uh So like it just, I couldn't quite balance those two things. Right. Every time I would lean into the ride mechanics, I would lose what you would want out of an up ride. And then when I tried to weigh more heavily into the up theme, I would lose a lot about what makes the Indiana Jones uh, adventure special, and so it just I couldn't quite make it work, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, uh, it seems like there should be an upper ride. Did you get something really fun there? Maybe a, a system, yeah. kind of like a Peter Pan type uh, yes. ride system where things below you, yeah?
2: Yes, yes, especially yes. in Adventureland, like it fits mm-hmm. so perfectly uh-huh. in
1: Adventureland. Mm-hmm.
0: So, adventure is uh, yeah. out there,
2: yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway,
0: well, thank you so much for being a jeweling genre patron, uh, yeah. a, jewel, a jeweling, a genre? jeweling, a, a jeweling Donnera. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. a That's genre. right. That's
2: right. Everyone, we are now uh, we're switching gears as a brand and uh, we're going to be all about vaping. Um, the so, direct, yes,
1: God. We're the, uh, we're the we jewel are with donas. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Brought to you by vaping.
0: uh don't forget to follow us on twitter uh at theme park this twitter instagram uh facebook all that nonsense Uh, yeah yeah we'll be back in two weeks with uh, another bonus episode
2: yes and i'm excited about our next one it's going to be a fast pass where we uh talk about what the next big like what who who could possibly be the third theme park giant what brand could do that and i am very excited about that conversation because we're not going to come into it knowing what we're going to decide. We're Mm -hmm. just going to, Talk it through, and then it's going to become the next up ep- regular episode of Theme Park. This, where we talk about what that theme park would be, whenever we decide um, what that brand is. So that's going to be an exciting, like, little two-parter episode. Mm-hmm. I
1: think. Been thinking yeah, about so. that one a lot. Been thinking about that one a lot. Some really interesting ideas in the shower <laughs> about what that episode is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a really fun
2: conversation. So make sure that you tune into that in uh, in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a really fun uh, fast pass. And uh, but then uh, let's see. This coming week, um, we're doing a really weird episode of uh, of our regular show. <laughs> um, we're doing Disneyland land. So yeah, <laughs> we're doing a Disneyland themed land. Uh, I don't know what that means yet. We're gonna figure it out together. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be just in time for the 65th anniversary of uh, Disneyland opening. So that's what's coming up um coming up next for for a theme park this
0: all right well thanks everyone have a great one bye bye Take care.